Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. I've got great news. Mortgage interest rates have dropped. So if you're thinking about buying a home, right now is the time to lock that low rate, even before you find the home of your dreams. With our exclusive Rate Shield approval, the low rate you lock today is protected for up to 90 days while you shop for your new home. With a Rate Shield approval, if rates go up, your low rate stays locked. But if rates go down, you get that new, even lower rate. Either way, you win. Talk to us today at 800 quicken or go to rocketmortgage.com to take advantage here's another great reason to work with us for a record nine years in a row jd power has ranked quicken loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination again to lock in today's low mortgage interest rate and get the security of our exclusive rate shield approval call us today at 800 quicken or go to rocketmortgage.com for jd power award information visit jdpower.com rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states nmls number 3030 all right, the following comes to you through potbean.com in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Artist Realm. Uh, I want to say that this is a special treat also again tonight. I've been having a few one-on-ones, and today again, we have a magnificent author, uh, debut author and poet, all the way from Michigan, but I'll let him do the honors of introducing himself. He just released uh, his own uh, very own debut book, and I'll have him speak more about that. And I have the pleasure of having the wonderful uh, Luke Savage today. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sylvia. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? I am fantastic. That's good. That's good. So, Luke, without uh, you know me taking all the intro from you, uh, what can you tell us about yourself? Well, uh, first off, Sylvia, I want to thank you for allowing me to be interviewed on this podcast. Um, I really do appreciate this opportunity to introduce myself to your listeners. I'm a writer, obviously. Yes. Um, many genres, but my uh-huh. favorite is poetry. Okay. I'm a husband to a woman who is incredibly beautiful inside Aww. and out. I am a stepdad to an amazing little 10-year-old boy. Aww. I'm I'm a fur daddy to a dog named Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> That's and a cool. cat named Jones, a guinea pig named Fuzzy. Um, I'm a recent graduate of Southern New Hampshire University, <laughs> Master of Fine Arts program in English and Creative Writing. Um, that's where I focused on poetry and critical literary analysis of poetry and some other forms of literature. Yes. Um, before that, I studied psychology wow. at Rochester College. Um, let's see. Besides being an author, I also work as a substitute teacher, wow. uh, support group leader. I work as an editor-in-chief under our team leader, uh, Jess Knuckle, mm-hmm. for an online publisher named Coffee House Writers. Yes. And I think you know quite a bit about 
Yes, I do. Oh, I gee, I wonder why. <laughs> no, um, that that's awesome, and it's it's yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, continue. Yes, go ahead. Oh, oh, I'm hoping to work as an online or community college professor um, someday soon. Hopefully, that's what I'm kind of putting my resume together for. So, um, you know, if anybody out there listening has a job, I'm I'm ready for that. You're available. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm 100% available. Um, on a more personal level, I love baseball. Yay. I'm a huge Detroit Tigers fan, um, even though that's incredibly difficult this year. But um, I hey. also like the Cubs, and they're a bit less painful to watch this year. <laughs> um, I love concerts. Um, I did a horrible job of listening to my parents when I was young about, you know, stuffing your ears with something when you go to the concert. <laughs> so I... Uh, I went to a Rage Against the Machine show when wow. I was in my early 20s, and my ears have actually been bugging ever since then. Oh, boy. <laughs> but 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 you would do if you could do it all over again, you'd still do that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, um, I, I can't get past that personality quirk of living in the moment, and uh, sometimes those of us who are into that carpe diem lifestyle, we yeah. I don't always think things through to when, you know, 10 yeah. years down the road. <laughs> exactly. You want to seize the day. Exactly. It's, it's, uh, that's how you got to live. But I want to say you, you know, having you, first of all, it's an honor to have you. Thank you for making the time to be here. You're always so Thank supportive you. of everyone else. And anytime there, it's about, you know, any type of artist, I'm all, you know, I'm all for that. And, uh, I'm happy that you're here to share your wonderful, you know, all, I was like blown away by your resume. It was like, God, you know, does, does this guy take a break? It's like you do it all. And, um, you know, you're wonderful. You know what you said about being a husband, a, you know, a stepdad, everything you shared, you know, very kind, you know, very, very humble person. You can tell you are. And not just because you're from Michigan, because I, you know, I, I do have a soft spot for Michigan because my husband's from Michigan. So it's not just because of that, but you, you sound like a very nice very warm person and the fact that i get to work with you and jess on coffee house writers is amazing you know it's a shout out to all of them and it's been an honor getting to know you also and hopefully tonight we'll get to know you even more so thank you sylvia and the feeling is definitely mutual thank you so much and 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 uh, go tigers Yeah, because of my husband. My husband roots for all the Michigan teams. So except when it comes to football, we kind of, you know, I I do, you know, root for the Lions when they're not playing my Cowboys. But I'm from Texas, so for me, it's all about the Cowboys. Uh, and and he is he still has the Panthers, but his team is the Lions and and uh, you the the University of Michigan Wolverines. That's his other team, and then the T- Detroit Tigers. So yes, I I gotta be loyal right. to that. <laughs> Yeah, but you were saying you were continuing about your 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 big resume. I think you were still kind of going into that, so I don't want to interrupt. Uh, what else do you want to share on that about you? Oh no, you're fine. I I, I covered most of it. I think um I think the thing that's most relevant to know about me personally, um, especially as an author, mm-hmm. is that I'm I'm deeply interested and concerned about answering the age-old question of secular humanism what does it mean to be human yes um it's a really it's a rather broad question obviously but 
I'm interested in answering it on a psychological level, a spiritual level, and a deeply introspective artistic level through my poetry. So to understand the um, human experience deeply is, in my opinion, to spend just as much time observing and writing about grief, anger, and those dark innermost thoughts as it is to observe the positive aspects that we're all more comfortable with talking about. So I try to do both in my writing. And I would say that's probably the biggest thing to know about me personally. Yes, exactly, exactly. And that's that's amazing. Like I said, um, and uh, I wanted to go into how you got your starts as a writer, because I know you, you just released your book, and we'll get into that. But did you always know you wanted to be a writer? Having said what you said, did you always know that that was an, an, an aspect that, of your career that you wanted to do? Um, career, I would say no, okay. because I got sidetracked okay. um, in life. But as far as writing, because I can't help but to write. Yeah. Um, yes, I've always... I, writing something that I did long before I knew how. Okay. Okay. I've been putting words on paper for as long as I can remember. I had a fifth grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Woods, yeah. who originally saw some early talent in that area, and she kind of put the idea in my head, you know, maybe you could be a writer someday. And yeah. in uh, eighth grade, I had a language arts teacher who kind of started encouraging me to take it seriously, and she said, you know, you really have some talent here. You could do something with this someday. And... um you know, I won't get into all the gory details, but mm-hmm. life happened, and my dream got kind of derailed for a yeah. few years, but okay. when I married my wife uh-huh. in uh, January of 2013, um, she could see that I wasn't really fully happy where I was at okay. in life, and um, long story short, she encouraged me to get that master's degree and pursue my dream of being a writer, being a writer. and she made it really e- easy to do so. Um so it's been like, it's been a lifelong passion, but I guess it's been recently renewed, you could say. Yes, and that, oh, that that must feel, that that that's always the best place, like what you talked about. You always had writing, you know, you know, with you, but then to have that supportive person by your side to push you to w- pursue what you want, what you've always wanted to do. And I can tell you really love it by, you know, what you've written in your book, which you'll go into and share with us. But I just, like I said, I, you could tell that you have a big passion for writing. And it's always so uh, wonderful to hear that you have that support. Yes, you know? I would not be doing it if it weren't for her. Well, that, that, that's amazing. That, that, I, I always love hearing that because I have a supportive spouse myself. And if it weren't for that, I probably wouldn't be doing the same thing so that that's awesome now um mm-hmm. tell us about your book um what can you tell us because i loved it of course i read it i reviewed it it it's uh share first of all share about your book and tell us what your book is about without giving everything away because of course we want people to buy it <laughs> right well um my my life my death is primarily poetry mm-hmm. but it also has quite a few brief uh, narratives mm-hmm. and they're um, they could still be labeled under poetry because it, I write them very experimental yeah like maybe they wouldn't entirely fit most people's notions of 
poetry or short stories, but there's kind of something in the middle. Okay. Um, I'm always always the author, but I'm not always the narrator, meaning that many of the poems are written from the perspective of other individuals okay. that have made an influence on me, and sometimes not even an individual. Like in one of the poems, um, the narrator is a tree. Oh, but, um, wow. I think you'll find it, you know, quite different than Shel yeah. Stein's tree. Yeah, exactly. Um, the book is, it's very accessible for the average reader. Uh, you don't need a degree in critical literary analysis to try and figure out what the heck I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even really have to have a love for poetry, to tell you the truth. Um, I've had some friends who have bought the book just because they're my friends, and they yeah. have zero interest in poetry. Yeah. And they've enjoyed it because... Um, you know, I, I put my heart out there. I, yeah. I, I'm more, um, I'm really into just being vulnerable mm-hmm. and genuine and just letting it all, you know, be out there. And uh, people can relate to that, even if poetry is not really their thing. So yeah. my main goal in the book is to dive deep into the human psyche and allow the reader to experience the narrator's pain, joy, excitement, grief, and then even those really dark thoughts that we don't really yeah. want to share with anyone. Yes, exactly, exactly. Like, Pat, like uh, I was going to go into that now, you because when I was reading it, it's very emotional. It, it it's very personable, uh, personal too, and you know it it um do you say that that was part of what drove the you to write it the, the not just the passion in your writing but the passion of of life experiences that you wanted to share in that poem poetry and the narratives that you had could you say could you say that that was what you were trying to do on that or you really didn't have a plan when you started uh thinking of 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 publishing the book yeah definitely life experience is okay. is very key um, but they aren't all my life experiences. Some okay. of them are poems from the perspective of my wife. Some of them are poems from the perspective of someone that I met one time, and they just made such such a influence on me that I couldn't not write about it. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, some of them are from the perspective of a tree. You know, sometimes I just get weird. I don't know. No, no, no. It's it's every everyone's creativity comes in different forms, and you create uh, anime. You know, you animate uh, different things. Like uh, for you, you know, a tree or a perspective of if, if uh, like I think we got asked one time to write about the perspective from a house that was abandoned. What would that house say? I don't know. It was like a writing prompt we did. So you know, when you talk about putting life into the tree speaking. That 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 totally makes sense to me, you know, because I, of course I don't, you know, I I know that your book is very deep. Uh, I felt very connected to it because it shares so much. And if you haven't got his book, you need to get it because it's really really good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but um, what more can you tell us about your um, like uh, the different uh, ideas that come to your head when you write or. When, when you think of, of things that you want to add into your writing, like what, what can you tell us about that? Well, I, I probably, I, I mostly covered that for you, I think, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I would just say, you know, I'm, I'm mostly motivated by 
sharing deep thoughts. Yeah. Um, you know, and stories. And I hope that readers can become more introspective and mm-hmm. more self-aware yeah. through reading this. If I had to come up with some kind of goal. Yeah. Because, you know, some people have the goal of, well, I, I want to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Well, if inspiration is what you need, then I hope it does inspire you in some way. Yes. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's my goal necessarily. I don't okay. always want to inspire. Sometimes I just want to look deep. Yeah. And even if it's um, something a little bit more on the dark end and not so inspirational, if you can relate to it, if you can feel like there's someone else out there who's been through it, yeah. then I feel like I've done my job. Yes. So does that make sense? Yes, it does. And uh, without put you, putting you on the spot, is there a poem that you can read to us um, that you would share like a small excerpt of your work without putting you on the spot? Just kind of so pe- so people can that you might want to read and to the listeners out there that don't know about your book yet that would like to go out and get it. Is there something that you could share with us today? I absolutely can do that. And um as we are speaking, I am heading mm. to where I have a book. Oh, don't no problem. And I was going to tell you ahead of time, and, and no worries, and take your time. And like I said, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I just meant to tell you that earlier, and I was like, oh, I didn't tell him. So That is perfectly fine. I'm always happy to do a poetry reading, and I have the book now. Okay. Um, let's see. And choose whichever one you want. So... Well, I will go ahead and, as soon as I find the page here, I will read, here it is, mm-hmm. I will read uh, the, the uh, title of the book, okay. um, My Life, My Death, is okay. the name of this poem. Okay. More than a trendy arming motto, carpe diem, tattooed on heart and arm, encompassing my worldview, my decisions, my hopes, my fears, my life and it may someday influence my beautiful death. I don't want to die gasping for breath in the mall parking lot. I don't want to leave in a pool of elderly suffering either. Let me seize my final day and then die with a mischievous smile. I'm thinking James Dean style. Much older than that, but no less adventurous and free. If my body grows old, does that mean that I have to be? We all want to manifest our own realities, control our own destinies, Sensible, planned out, no real mystery, not me. I'd rather sit back and see what life throws in my direction, enjoying the journey. No concern for the destination, seeing only what I can in this moment I travel onward. Hating hatred, enjoying enjoyment, and loving. When I'm over, please celebrate as much as you mourn. Know that I loved, laughed, lived, listened, learned, and I truly lived. I've written my epitaph for you to read with remembering eyes. I was a bride married to adventure. I was the groom of my wife named Mystery. I was a lover to a mistress named Passion, and I worked the corner bartering my narrative in exchange for yours. I will do more than visit this world, attempting to leave it with the most toys. I have no need to be popular, but I need to be important to the people who surround me. I will love and truly live, and then I will die and leave a void. Oh my goodness, that's just so powerful. You, it's like, 
Where, what are you doing to me, Luke, when I was reading this book? Because it was so, so good. That, that, thank you so much for sharing that excerpt of, of your, what the title of your book is, My Life and My Death. Uh, it's so, it's so, it takes you to, you know, so many emotions and, and your honesty in that is so raw. And did you, like, when you were writing this, like, was it just, did it just come to you and you just kind of, put the words out or what can you tell us about that? Cause that's just so powerful. The original, um, ideas kind of just come to me and then I put them in the, you know, the, whichever electronic device is the closest at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Then I always come back to them later and, uh, work on them, try to make them better. You know, wow. all that stuff that we went to school and got the master's degree for, I, I try to apply all that later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Original thoughts, they they just come to me at random times. Yeah, wow. You know, you just try to jot it down wherever you can. Yes. No, this is a a powerful. You know, this is is this this is your first book, right? That you debuted this book, correct? Yes, this is my first book, and it's it's years in the making. Um, a, a lot of the poems, you know, I don't want to mislead anyone who just heard that poem. A lot of the poems don't sound anything like that. Just so everyone knows. Mm -hmm. Um. It, it varies a lot of different styles in here. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I got kind of sidetracked there. What was the original question? Um, no, I said this is your first book uh, that you put, that you debut, right? This is your the, My Life, My Death. But you said it's been in the oh, works for a bit. Yes, and I was saying it's years in the making. Yes. And that poem is actually a good, like, six or seven years old. So this is like a – this has been an ongoing uh, – uh, Ongoing work. Where I finally said I need to get uh, my words out there. Yes. And uh, even if you know five or six people buy the book and that's it, you know, at least I got my words out there where you know I feel like they're accessible for people. Exactly. Exactly. And 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 you're right. And and there, it's like I said, you're. It's a beautiful work of art. Uh, the like all all of the narrative and the poems in there are emotional and they're different types but like you said you know your your uh your main motivation is the, the passion of of what your life experiences are and also the writing right uh, that you have for for what you want for what you're pursuing correct yes absolutely yeah because i i think that's a like uh, i was gonna ask what's your biggest motivation like like most you know most writers i know a lot of questions sometimes that's a, like a re that's a question you get asked a lot, but for you, what is your biggest motivation when you write or when you work on a piece of po poetry like you did, like you read right now? I know it, you said you had it for about six or seven years, but you wanted to get it out. But what is your biggest motivation in general um, as, as for you? Sharing those, sharing the deep thoughts and stories about the human experience mm -hmm. is my biggest motivation. I think in future poetry books, I'm going to work even harder at allowing myself to be vulnerable and exposing um, all of those innermost thoughts that we're, we all have them, but mm -hmm. we're so unwilling to make them public. And I want to make them public. I want to make um, things more open and free. I believe there's a freedom to encountering our dark sides. Mm -hmm. And if we're bottling all of those thoughts away, because we're worried about those thoughts, you know, taking us over. Um, I would say that the opposite is what often happens psychologically. Mm -hmm. We hide 
who we truly are and we never deal with it and everything that we've bottled up it comes out during like the loss of a loved one or some other traumatic event um my favorite poet is charles bukowski and he once said some people never go crazy what truly horrible lives they must lead yeah, you know, I, I really like that way of thinking. That that's that's a good way to think about it. And it's true, you know. It's you gotta like 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 you said in the beginning, the carpe diem, take take charge and 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 do the things that are comfortable for you. And if you don't do them, you're not living your best life, right? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Now, um, cause you just did uh, talk about being an educator, you know, going into education and stuff. Do you hope that that's where you'll also be able to do with your as a as an author, you know, teach your students about the you know writing and poetry, or is that is that something you also want to add aside from your you know trying to be an educator and and I know you're you work you know you're a teacher yourself because you're a substitute you do a lot of different things, but is that another aspect of how you see in your uh, to add into your writing? It it would be really nice. Um... Working as an online professor would be my ultimate goal, mm-hmm. um, only because, you know, just thinking realistically, um, it's very rare that a poet earns a living by being a poet. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't happen often, but what a, what an amazing life would it be if you could teach other people poetry yes. and uh, other forms of writing as well. Just teach writing in general Yes, at, at the collegiate level where you can have deep you know, discussions about it, and, um, you know, and, and it's like you're getting paid to do your passion, you it's, know, so um, yeah. that would be something that I would absolutely love, yes. Oh, that that's awesome. Now, um, as far as the poems, you know, that you have in your, your book, uh, were some of them very, uh, like, hard to write? Like, were there some that you were just like, even though you, that you created those, were there some that just took you, like you said, they take you to different places like it could be dark or it could be you know a romantic feeling or a or a you know a, 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 like a loss or something like that whether was there a particular one or or was the whole book itself hard to write or was, was it just something that you know that came natural to you to not that it wasn't hard but that you know that you were able to still do but was there or were there some that were just kind of like wow you know this is too much or Something like that? Could you say that? I hope there's, I, um, I, hope I didn't confuse you with that. There's in there that are specifically about the death of my mom. Okay. And uh, it, to write about my mom is, is kind of like, um, you know those things that you do when uh, you know they're good for you in the long run? Like, for instance, running on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know that... When you get done, you're going to feel like, I just accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I burned off those Doritos from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's, it's therapeutic. Yeah. You know you're going to feel better about it. Yeah. But it's still just so damn hard to get on that yeah. treadmill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And a lot of the, not a lot, but those, those couple poems um, specifically about her uh, are, are like getting on the treadmill. It's okay. like... I know that when I finish writing, this is going to be so good for me. And I know that if any, even one person can read it and relate to it, then it's going to feel amazing because mm-hmm. I felt things so deeply 
uh, when I lost her. It was such a hard time well, in my I, life. I, and, um, you know, so I, I know that I need to do it, uh, but it's just forcing myself to do it. And when I finally did force myself to do it, and in fact to publish it, mm-hmm. um, yes, it, the feeling is just, it's amazing. Yes, yeah. And, and I was going to touch up on that, that um, you share a lot about, you know, uh, you know, people loss and like you said about your mom, I can't imagine how you must have felt. I know how I felt with the loss I had earlier in the year of a best friend of mine passed away and how I felt about that and people I've lost oh, in general. Yes. Thank you for saying that. And, and I appreciate all the kind words. I think you were, we were talking at one point in the in, at coffee house writers when we first started, you were very kind and you shared your own thoughts about grief and stuff and, um, but, uh, like I said, you know, that's never an easy thing to write, but like you said, in the end, it is good for you, but it's like what you, 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 you said it perfectly. It's kind of like getting on something like your example was a treadmill and you know, it's going to be good for you, but just to get on there is hard and that, and you, you just got to put one foot in front of the other, something like that in order to be able yeah. to accomplish it. Yeah. So, so it, that's why I said this is just, like I said, an overall very thought out, very well written book. And not just because I know you, uh, but I respect you as an author as well. And I work with you. You're, you know, you're one of our, our, the, the co-captains of our team, the Coffeehouse Writers. And you, you really are uh, very good at what you do as far as writing and, and uh, the way you carried that book. And the other thing is you're also, you know, you pave it forward for other people. I see that you added a spot for new poets in there in your book. And I rarely ever see that in too many authors. So I thought, you know, he really wants to not only, you know, sh- show his work, but also introduce us to other poets there. There's a few poems I saw in there without giving them away. So I wanted to say, you know, that I admired that in your book as well. Thank you. It means a lot to me as well. I want that to be a part of what I do. I don't want this to be just a selfish endeavor. Um, in fact, that is one of the things that I'm currently working on is um, that we're going to come out with a book sometime next year um, mm-hmm. with uh, three different uh, poets, and I'm going to be one of them. So we're wow. going to wow. um, you know, make a book together and, uh, you know, there's there's things that you sacrifice for that. I mean, yeah. now you're splitting your royalties three ways, for yeah. instance. You know, I yeah. mean, there's, yeah. there's things. We probably won't make much money from that book, but we'll all be helping each other. That's yes. three people who are going to be, you know, yeah. telling all their friends and family about it and trying to spread the word. And, you know, so we're all kind of in this together. Yes. And like I was saying earlier, there's not a lot of money in poetry. If you're, yeah. if you're focused on money and you're a poet, then you yes. just, really need to find something else to do <laughs> yeah you you do it because you love it if something of course yeah. random happens because of it you know you're, you're showing it because you love your writing and you want to and if, if, if it just so happens that you get you know something higher from it that good good but you're doing it because of the passion that you have for writing and and pursuing what you love correct absolutely yes i write because i can't not write Exactly. So, um, so uh, tell us, Luke, and thank you. That was that's, that's something really beautiful, and we're looking forward to hearing more about that too. 
um, and hopefully you'll come and talk to us more about that. But I wanted to ask you, do you have a writing process? Like, do you like, uh, like you said, you know, you, you, you try to write things down as you, as you, uh, come across them, like when they come to you, you get on the, the closest electronic device, but in general, like when you write, do you sit down and write for a couple of hours? Do you have a particular day or, or, or nighttime where you write, or do you, uh, like to listen to music? Is there a type of process you follow with that? You know, not really. I, <laughs> I wish I could say that there was so that I could just, you know, write it all down and put it in a book for everyone and, um, you know, maybe teach a class on it. But, um, no, when I, if I'm ever so lucky as to get that online professor job I want, I'm going to have to just follow the syllabus. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have my own um, process. It's, I guess if I had to describe it, it's basically, you know, I practice uh, mindfulness meditation. Um, I, I try to experience life fully and deeply. And then I just write about those experiences or experiences that I hear from other people mm-hmm. whenever I have the time to do so. I, yeah. I lead a busy life like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I get my moments. I get my times where I'm able to sit down for an hour or two. And when I have those moments, I open up the little notepad on my phone and I look at all the different ideas that I've jotted down. Okay. Because that's that's my pattern. It's just okay. it's living life, and then something pops into your head. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! I wish that someone else could experience this just the way I just did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to put it into words. Yes. And so you know, I jot it in my phone, and whenever I get a chance, I go ahead and sit down and write about it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that and that that is something that is very uh you know that it's it's uh. It, it it is we all have busy lives and we don't have one set of the way we do things but when you are able to you you work on the little ideas that you have jotted down correct yes yes uh, absolutely which is very and important there's times where i can sit and write you know for an hour and there's times where i'll just stay up all night and write all night and deal with not being able to you know stay awake the next day yeah. because I just I needed to write that night yeah know? exactly exactly so that's that's uh, you know that's a different process thank you for sharing that now as far as music do you rely on music to set uh like for me I have to have music to write anything like I have my playlist or classical musical scores or stuff like that to set like especially crucial scenes does that work for you as, as a poet, is that the same process you follow? Like, do you have music or if music happens to be there, you'll use it? Or how does that work for you? I used to use it a lot. Um, for some reason, for the past few years, I prefer just complete quiet. Okay. I, I don't know why that changed. There's nothing specific that made it change. But for some reason, maybe I just got old. No. <laughs> for some reason, I just... For the past couple of years, I've wanted it really quiet. I do love music for brainstorming, though. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have, like, that urge to write, mm-hmm. um, but there's nothing in my little notepad that's on my phone. There's nothing I've experienced lately to write about. Uh-huh. So, you know, I'm not exactly sure what I want to write, and um, music will often kind of smack my brain with some awesome ideas. Yes, exactly. So, so no, that... that... 
and that, and that's normal you know sometimes we go through that the stages of different things that we like to do and sometimes we like it i i know a lot of authors prefer working in the quiet so they they say that that's where their best ideas come so everybody's different you know that's why we're we're all in a in a different you know in this you know we love to write but there's different processes so that's that's pretty cool and now i was going to ask you also um when you like you write a lot of poetry and your narratives about life experiences and stuff do you ever think you might write about other like other type of fiction like maybe going to like a, a, a like a story just of a fictional work or do you like to work on more of the non-fiction side oh i'm absolutely positive i will i will um you know unless something horrible happens and i die early um, oh i hope sometime not. before um i die i plan to mm -hmm. um write okay. a fiction story i plan to write a yeah. children's book um i plan to i already do quite a bit of journalistic type stories okay you know the our online publishing that we do um yes i definitely i love all sorts of writing okay. um i i am primarily a poet poetry is what i love it's my yeah. passion yeah but that being said i also just love to write in general okay and i do all kinds of writing absolutely okay so, yeah, and that and that's awesome i can't wait to to have you write you know other types because I, I i'm curious to see where where you know the the more of your work because like I said I love your poetry and I love reading your articles when I read them on the Coffeehouse Writers and you know other work that you've written and and it's all different like you have a different perspective about the way you write things and it's awesome but I was gonna also add having said that is um, is there something you're working on right now I know you said you're working with other uh, poets to release another book but is there something you see yourself working on for the like in the coming like next year that's all your own work or is it too early to tell right now well um i've got basically three projects going on currently okay um one of them is just another poetry book okay um i've been advised by you know a uh, a fellow poet who has kind of i i wouldn't call it made it but he's, he's been pretty successful okay. and uh He's, he's kind of mentored me to get another one out there quickly. You know, after you release the first one, go ahead and get another one. Okay. So I'm working on another one. Um, and then I'm also working on, you know, the book that all three of us poets. Yeah. And just so people know, um, the other two poets that are working with me are the two that are in that book. Um, oh. If you bought the book and you've seen yes. the section for other new authors um kelsey jordan yes. and jp hart are the other two um authors who are working Yay. on that book with me so we're all going to do um at least 20 poems each and we're hopefully going to come out with you know 60 to 80 pages of really quicking material for you guys oh awesome and then the third project is um my wife is going to do the illustrations for me. Yay. And we're going to write a children's book together. Wow. And speaking of your wife, I was just going to say that when you uh, listen to the podcast after I upload it to Podbean and you'll have it, um, and I'll share it on social media and you'll see it on iTunes and Google Play tomorrow, 
you'll see the the upload cover of which is the the cover of the cover design of his, of Luke Savage's book that was done by your lovely wife right yes it was she's she's very talented with that and i think the children's book is going to be really awesome mostly wow. because of her but Aww. i will try to come up with some decent words to go along with her amazing pictures <laughs> oh my goodness that's, that's 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 so beautiful to hear that that you guys are able to work together on a project and you know the way that and because when you see the artwork of the design that she made you'll be amazed it's a beautiful um it, it reflects the, just exactly what his book is about and it she covers it and it's 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 just awesome and i can't i look forward to seeing those projects come and you know, I'm looking forward to, to already reading them. <laughs> so that'll be amazing, you know? Yes, I was actually so inspired by her work that one of the poems is about that front cover. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yes, because I, I read, like I said, this is a, a really uh, amazing book. And uh, I wrote a review when I wrote for our, our platform, but I need to add that review to your to the list of reviews that you have on Amazon. So I need to upload it on that, but it's a it's an amazing uh, book, and uh, I'm not just saying that. You need if you haven't read it, you need to go out and get it. Now, having said that, uh, Luke, is there a like website author page that you have for all your people that uh, you know want to follow you um, and know where you're at so they can find you and get your book? Well, I have one on Amazon. Um, it's just you know, Amazon.com backslash author backslash Luke Savage. Okay. And then um, I also have a Facebook, um, just Facebook.com backslash Luke Savage dash author. Okay. So, um, you know, there's a couple ways to kind of get connected there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I would say those are probably the two main You two main. And I'll post those links on the, on the, the, the episode so that way you can read more about Luke and also post the Amazon link uh, of his book on there because like I said it's uh, it's important that uh, that more people that are listening I know you have people that follow you already but for those that don't uh, this is the perfect platform to do this is why I do the one-on-one so more people can hear more about your book and and then want to follow you and you know and then you get more more people to ask you about you and, and what you're about you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, you know, money's tight nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I I hate for people to not have um, my book available to them because of money. Because I'm not a very rich person. So mm-hmm. I understand, you know, how that feels to want to read new poets and read new work and not really be able to afford it all the time. So if money's an issue... Um, get a hold of me through that author page on Facebook, for instance. You can message me there, and I'll work with you. You know, I can I can have, like, um, special days where the digital version is 99 cents, for instance. You know, I can, yeah. I can work with you and make sure that you know about those days because if anybody's interested in having it, I'd like them to have it. I don't like when money is the thing that gets between us and art. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, it, and you're right, exactly. We... And that's that's so another humbling thing. So you heard it here. You can you know if you're you're having an issue with ha- getting his book, her paperback. Well, mainly the digital. But uh, if you're having an issue, contact him for the 
he'll have like special days where he has the book available for 99 cents on Amazon. So reach out to him or and download the copy because like I said, the how much uh, the paperbacks available on Amazon and create space, correct? That's correct. And even that I can uh, I can work with you if you want paperback, but you just you're, you look at the price, which is I think it's like 12 bucks or something. But if you look at that and you're just I, I don't have 12 bucks this month, I can't do it. You know, I, I can work with you. I have ways of uh, getting around it. So, um, like I said, I just I want uh, anybody who's interested, I want them to be able to have a copy. Well, that that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that as well. Now, I think you also posted that you were working on the audio version of your book, correct? Yes, I. it should be done by this weekend. It's in the final stages. I've got a, uh, a voiceover author, and, oh gosh, I don't have her name with me right now. I no. wish I did, but um, she's really good. Oh, I think it's Emily Golden, I think okay. was her name. Okay. But um, she, she's really good. I got to sample some of her other books that she's done, and um, I'm just, I'm really excited to work with her. And, uh, yeah, that should be out by this weekend. At the very latest, it would be out the following weekend. So, you know, so he's going to have the book available digital, paperback, and also audio. And for for those that love, prefer to listen to it, you'll be, be on the lookout for that for his book on audio because that's going to be also something wonderful. And I, I, I plan to get a copy of that as well. So I, I, I pretty much have all the copies now. <laughs> We we gotta support we gotta support the authors and if you those of you that have read my life and my death, um, please re, uh, leave a review because that's one of the best things you can do for us as authors. Wouldn't you agree with that, Luke? Yes, it, it helps us a ton. Yes. Now, what is something that we don't know about you that uh, of all the questions I've asked that I like you would like to share with everyone that if you don't mind sharing that. Oh. a few years 
after she gave birth to me. But her sister, uh, Vicki Newville, has become almost like a mom to me in many ways. And she's probably my second favorite person, you know, other than my wife, to talk to. And um, that has come out of this whole amazing experience. And since I know you're wrapping up the interview, I'd actually like to take this opportunity to thank her, uh, Vicki, and thank my wife, Diana, and both of my moms for influencing so much of the content that's in this book. And thank you, too, Sylvia, for um, giving me a platform to speak It's a pleasure, and take your time. Thank everybody you want to thank. I'm wrapping it up, but I'll wrap it up when you're ready. So don't don't worry about that. No, that that. Well, I just wanted to make sure that you you knew I was really appreciative of this. Oh, I know you are. You've been nothing but supportive. You're always very supportive. It 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 it, it goes both ways. You're a very supportive person. Anytime you need anything that I can, am able to help with, because I'm also a fellow author. Anything that I can help with in any way, and that goes for all authors and artists that I'm able to you know access and and help with. I'm I'm more than willing to do that. So. So that and and what you shared was so uh, beautiful because my best friend, you know, uh, it's the same thing. She also, you know, had that uh, type of thing where she, she, uh, she was an adopted child, and uh, the, you know, her, her, she was raised by a wonderful, a wonderful woman, and she's, she's also like a second mom to me. So, you know, we lost her this year, and it's been really hard, but. You know, we're trying to take it day by day and, and you sharing that about, you know, your your biological mom and, 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 and being able to meet your family. Wow, it's just, that's like another story if you ever decide to write one. You know, I'm not telling yeah, you to write it, but... Amazing experience. Yes, it's, wow, that's just, that's just uh, emotional and uh, without getting all teary here, um, it's, uh, it's very <laughs> emotional what you shared. So I'm like, thank you, Luke. Uh, now I'm ending on a very tearful... Uh, very uh, emotional uh, episode here. <laughs> and you can read about that in the book as well. There's a poem called Under the Moon in Bradenton, Florida that's uh, about that topic. Yes, and I was going to ask, I don't know if you're able to read it to us or not, or you're, or it's too much. I don't want to push either. So. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Did you want to wrap yeah. up the interview by doing that? Yes, if you don't mind. Um, I wanted to, first, sure, and yeah. fo- first and foremost, I want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Luke Savage, you've been amazing. Uh, where you're, I know you're in Michigan. What part of Michigan are you joining us from tonight? I am in Holly, Michigan, if anybody actually knows where that is. <laughs> okay, and by where, by, you know, I should know this, but... By what side uh, is Holly, Michigan in? I know my husband probably knows. He's probably going to roll his eyes when I tell him. But <laughs> We're about, um, about 20 minutes from Flint. That's probably the most popular city around us. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, he, he'll, yeah he's definitely going to get me on that one. But um, So, he's joining us from Holly, <laughs> Michigan. Thank you, Luke Savage. It's been wonderful. I appreciate all of those uh, people that support uh, uh, the podcast in the artist realm. The one-on-ones when you download the episodes i do appreciate it very much and this is indie author sylvia stein here with a uh, indie author and debut author poet luke savage and he's going to wrap it up by reading one of his poems um and it's called uh, go ahead and read the title of your poem and read the poem and we're going to wrap it up and thank you again for joining us tonight 
Under the Moon in Bradenton, Florida. I found your ghost among your family and friends in Bradenton. I've never felt so close to a story already at book's end, and I thought of you when I drove past a crime scene with the one who had departed just like you. In a city full of addiction and grief, it was the drunk who killed him, too. I stood with my toes in the beach sand at midnight in the park. In a photoshopped city of beauty, you were dwelling in the dark, playing your Zeppelin tune under the Bradenton moon. I felt your free spirit in every shark's tooth necklace, song during breakfast, stroll on the beach, chants just out of reach. Your presence dwells in the artwork in downtown Bradenton, though you've lovingly haunted me here in Michigan. In life and in death, you're where I'm at and where I've been. In grief and glee, in the stars and the trees and in my heart again. You were always and never my mom, always never there for me, always looking on. You left me but never left me. I know you're looking at your son on the streets under the moon in Bradenton. Oh, how beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Luke Savage. It's been a pleasure having you today. Thank you for joining Thank us you. here on the in the artist realm with indie author Sylvia Stein and uh, we'll say good night but join us again on Friday for another one-on-one and I hope you will download the episode and we will see you soon thank you again Luke Savage it's been a pleasure it's been great thank you This was one-on-one with debut author and poet Luke Savage. Join us again on Friday for another one-on-one here on In the Artist Realm with Sylvia Stein. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%. APR, 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.